weird idea. Moshe Rabbeinu grows up in the house of Paro. He has a a Jewish nursemaid, his mother comes to nurse him, but other than that, he really is raised in the house of Paro. I have to wonder what, why would it be that Moshe Rabbeinu should be brought up in a, a place that's such a contradiction to who he is, to what his heritage is about. And how did he break out of that? How did he break out of that upbringing? I mean, was it... It's, it's, simply speaking, it, would, it must have been somewhat, on some level, a contradiction to his future life, to the values that he would have later on. I mean, what, for what, what purpose did it serve? So, I think that the Chazal bring that... Uh, since he was going to be interacting with kings and he was himself was going to be a king, it was fit for him to grow up among kings. So he should be, he, he, should, uh, he should internalize that, uh, that stature, that, that approach, that way of viewing the world, that way of viewing himself. And that was fit for, uh, for someone that was going to be the king. Is that thing that's brought up as well? Maybe even in Rashi, I don't remember. I have to look inside. Is that a satisfying answer? I don't know, every person has to answer for this. Anyway, do we see any other Jewish kings who were, who were talking about that was a compelling factor? Yosef was brought up in the house of Pharaoh. Well, well, Yosef, Yosef was already, well, he was already grown when he got, when he joined the house of Pharaoh. We were talking about a baby, right? Moshe Rabbeinu was a baby, and he's being taken to the house of Pharaoh and seemingly brought up in a completely, I would say, secular, but the maybe even idol-worshipping, uh, you know, uh, whatever, well, I don't know what they were into, sorcery and whatever else was going on over there in that palace. And uh, that seemed to be the correct, uh, I guess, as far as Hashem was concerned, the correct launching pad to bring out the greatest person that ever lived. Did hey. the uh, power recognize he was... For who he was, and he knew that the numbers of the, uh, the people were growing in strength, and maybe he could use them as, a, uh, as someone to manipulate. The so for Paro, it would make sense to keep some someone close so he could use them as a. But I'm saying I'm I'm asking in terms of Hashem, in terms of what's the what's the what's the plan of Hashem putting someone, putting Moshe Rabbeinu in that position. I was going to go similar to where you were going, Mr. Feld, which is that it was part of Hashem showing Paro here. You decreed that you're going to kill all the babies. You're so afraid of the, 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 the Redeemer of the Jewish people that you're going to kill all the Jewish babies here. He's going to grow up in your own house. It was a way of Hashem uh, making his miracle even greater or don't making forget, his don't expression. Mother is 90, 98 premature. Right. It's three months early, so Paro didn't know because had he known who he was, he could have killed him also. Mm-hmm. But since they hit him for ninety days, he was able to. Right, but I'm saying, but here's the right thing. That's the irony here. The, the, the thing that the, the person that Paro is most afraid of is being raised by Paro. It's a way of showing Hashem's dominion. Didn't know that. That's exactly the point. That's exactly the chiddush. Mm-hmm. Hashem says you won't know. You won't know that the person that you're trying the most to kill 
is going to be raised by you playing in your palace, hanging out with you and growing up to, to, to undo everything you that... Think, had he known you would have let that happen? Of course not. That's, right. exactly, Hashem, that's, ex- that's exactly Hashem's miracle. That's, right. a, that's why, why Hashem put him there, to, to, to make it clear to Paro and to everyone that when Hashem's in, that Hashem's in charge, one second, that Hashem's in charge, and no one, no one could 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 what outsmart Hashem. Mm-hmm. from what he was being a prince to to being to being sacred. What was the change that happened? That sparked the miraculous change. I I that question is a wonderful question. We have to think where 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 did that where did that shift occur in Moshe Rabbeinu where he somehow broke out of the influences of his uh, of the place where he grew up and attained the, the stature of who he became, which is the, the greatest man ever, that ever lived. Yeah, Miller. Well, Beforeman had an interesting uh, perspective, which was Moshe Benin would be the only one who had the sensitivity, because he had such a kare so even though he has to do what he has to do in the Mitzrayim, but he still has a kare as well. So being the only one who saw both sides he was able to be sensitive to both. Interesting thing. Had he, had he come only from the Jewish, had he grown up, Rabbi Foreman says, had he grown up among the Jewish people and gone to represent the Jewish people as the one who was going to take revenge or that was going to carry out the justice in the name of Hashem against the Egyptians, it would have been more harsh than necessary and it would require, the, the, it would lack the sensitivity required to carry out such a mission, but having grown up among the Egyptians and having sensitivity and towards them and at some level of appreciation towards them had given him the proper balance required. That's what you're saying there before me. Shekoh. Shekoh. Yeah. But either way, Rebbe Levi, you don't like the answer. Uh, that the, for a million reasons, I mean, is, is the... Even, even if he would learn something from them, is that worth the cost of not growing up in a Jewish environment and having the influence from a Jewish environment? And also, where do we see, where do we see that, that the non-Jewish kings are a great influence in terms of learning anything from? We, we, have, we, have, we have such a Gemara. The Gemara said that a person should uh, do what he could to see non-Jewish kings. See, Mizka, Yafrin. Right, right. 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 And, 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 and is it worth the cost for a Jewish leader to grow up in that environment? Did he keep mitzvahs while he was there? Probably not. Yeah, Seder while they were... Uh... Probably not. Here, saying, what, what was that? You're saying, had he not grown up, he was from Shevet Levi, they weren't, they weren't enslaved. Had he not grown up in the house of power, he would have grown up in the house of his father, Amram, who would have taught him the Jewish way, and uh, they, they, didn't, they didn't work. They, 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 I'm assuming they learned Torah. Positive influences in Paro's house, like he was nursed by his mother, right? Right. So, if we say that 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 the, the Basia, the one who raised him, according to the matter, she was going down to to bathe, she was going down to 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 convert from her, for from her idolatry. So perhaps she was a positive influence on some level to him. Perhaps she was the the, the maybe the only positive influence for him over there. Uh, well, I, yeah, I, I agree. We have to see if that reason, how to make that reason, how to justify that reason, or perhaps that reason is really just, along with other more, more weight-carrying reasons, that is also a factor. 
Everybody's just saying the, the, the action, what Hashem did is one thing that could have po- po- many, many reasons for that thing. So I was saying, I would say all the reasons are true. I wouldn't say it's a machlokas unless we're forced to say it's a machlokas. We say all the reasons had some kind of value. There'd be some kind of value, would, would be, would bring about some kind of benefit to most Rabbeinu growing up there. And then I thought another reason perhaps would, that uh, it would be beneficial for Moshe Rabbeinu to, to grow up there, which is here to show, to demonstrate that a person's, that a person's place of origin is not, the, is, not the, is not defining of who he's going to be. Here, the greatest person that ever lived grew up, grew up in, in, the, in Mitzrayim, in the house of power, in the place of Tumma, and, and, and he managed to become the greatest prophet that ever lived. And I think that's the I think that's the clearest message uh, that I would see from here. It's it's really the, it, the foundation was Jew. Right, he came from a Jewish people, but his but his but he grew up with the goyim. He, he went to school with the goyim. Doesn't matter. You got, you got a foundation. That's it. Right, he, he had the, he, 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 yeah, his core at the, at his core at his core. He had it within him. He had it within him. The the, 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 the the Jewish what? foundation. I mean, he was like 90 days old when he came to the bar. So where's his foundation? Foundation was in him? Yeah. That's why he became the greatest, because he got a... He went through everything. He was up on the line, he was on the top, he was on the bottom. He became the greatest because of that. You're saying because the, the, the of where he came. You're saying it, it, his greatness came from the fact that he came from, from, uh, from nowhere, from nothing. That's what you're saying. You went a lot and became the greatest man in the world. Right, so what I was saying that perhaps, yeah, perhaps the the lesson that is taught by Paro, by most Rabbeinu growing up at Paro, is that really here, the greatest person that ever lived grew grew up not having anything, and that was he came he came from nothing to show that it doesn't uh, that it's not going to limit or define a person where where a person's. Uh, place of origin was is, is, is meaningless and if they do the job then Hashem could gift them the, any amount of success that, uh, that they deserve or that Hashem chooses to gift them uh, I, I was to like mm-hmm. just ask how do we in terms of the, the general narrative of Moshe Rabbeinu like the, the, the picture generally seems a little bit counter to what uh, mm-hmm. Rabbi always used to say about them. in Judaism we don't say anyone wakes up one morning and says oh I'm the Grah Right. right, so Moshe Rabbeinu, we, it almost looks like that a little bit. So what, how do we... Right, I think we have to rely on Justin. The, the problem is, in the, with the life of Moshe, we have big gaps. You know, he's born and then, uh, you know, he's 80 when he, he's being sent to Paro. That's a long time between uh, the beginning of the parasha, he's born, at the end of the parasha, he's being spoken to, to go to Paro, that's an 80-year span. We're, what happens in those 80 years, I think, is very... Is the, the is what you're looking for? Yeah, I'm saying by Yaakov, we have here. He went to the base of Shushan Be'eder, and he went there for a long time. Like, where's where's that experience? Right. Adrabe didn't have any. Right. So we, I, I, I think we would have to go to the Midrashim and Chazals because it's not in the Psukim. I don't. I haven't seen. I'm sure it's alluded to in the Psukim if we look, but it's not definitely not explicit in the Psukim. And also, it's it's interesting because also from the time he was born, it sounds like he had there was something special about him. Right. So, so you didn't earn that. All right. Uh, okay, we could call it a potential. Uh, but again, that's not just good. There's no memory. 
because we don't know anything. It's not discussed. It's not discussed anywhere. So we don't know what happened from the from the time it was born until. Yeah, so you'd say it's Medrash, but I, I, I would argue that if you learn the Medrash properly, you'll see that it's in the Pesukim. Uh, I think that's my expectation, at least. To... Which goes back down, which goes to my original question, okay? What sparked the change from being Prince of Egypt to becoming Moshe Rabbeinu? Today's only Sunday. Better Hashem, we had the whole week to try to figure that question. I'm serious, I'm serious. Here, it's a, here you have, here, a person that grew up completely, and we don't have a, like what Levi's saying, we don't have the, the map of his spiritual development. We don't have that progression. Where did, what was his uh, process? Who was his Rebbe? Who, there were who, two stages. Huh? He went, there was the stage while he was in Mitzrayim, and then there was about 20 years or so while he was in Egypt. Right, in Egypt. So we think we'll have things that happened to him. Right, so I'm saying, that's what I'm saying, but that's exactly what we're looking for. What are, what's the, what were the processes yeah. and what were the, uh, uh, in that <coughs> development that shifted him from where he came to where he, to what he became, it, it seems to be a mystery. Right, his father-in-law was questioning, so he probably picked up questioning from him. Perhaps he, uh, he, 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 he developed some kind of, it wasn't that he came to his father-in-law at the level that he left his father-in-law, there was some level growth and development that occurred in that place and that within that relationship. Yeah, I think that's also an important point that we don't, we shouldn't take for granted any any relationship that we have and any circumstance that we have here. Look, with Moshe Rabbeinu, he had, he had the most surprising circumstances, and it, it turns out that it was, it was intentional. His, his background was intentional, his stages of development were intentional, his work with the, with the cattle was intentional. So, so in our lives as well, we whatever, whatever relationships we're put in, whatever challenges, it's, it's part of our, our program to, to bring us to where we're supposed to be. And it's, and it's, and it's not going to, a person shouldn't say, well, had I grown up there, had I had that, had I had that. It's, it's the opposite. And Moshe Rabbeinu, and I guess had Moshe Rabbeinu had other circumstances, he wouldn't be Moshe Rabbeinu. It's a, I think things we not the, thing, our our circumstances are are intentional. Or that's I think the the big lesson from uh, from uh, Moshe Rabbeinu's uh, growing up in the house of Mitzrayim, in the house of power. All right, better to be continued. Yeah, so not the earth. Thank you. Mother gave me good I didn't see her, I don't know that she's She's the 